remember I met you at Colombo Fashion Week, right? That's where we first met. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Random, 2018. Yeah, it's just a random like we, yeah. we just happened to be standing in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. What's your answer? And then it's cool, man. Cuz then yeah. I started cuz we were following each other and I started seeing you doing this all these podcasts and so I was like, "Whoa, this dude's doing some stuff. He's like he's he's rattling and rolling. It's pretty cool." But, yeah, that just started yeah, during uh the pandemic, man. Nice. I was like, nice. "Oh, let me let me just try something new because uh being cooped up in a house doesn't really help." <laughs> totally, totally. You don't get to create. <laughs> exactly. It's good to be social and have some fellowship with people. I hope you don't mind me eating a yogurt. Sure. <laughs> I mean, in this No, go ahead, go ahead. Highland Highland so, yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they end up sponsoring us at this point. Oh yeah, dude, that'd be great. <laughs> maybe we we'll, maybe we'll get that'd some cash great. out of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something other than that, right? We um, end up on all their so all their ads. We're like the Highland guys. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out, the Highland guys, bro. Those dudes are so cool. Vishan <laughs> and Eric, man. So I I really wanted to ask you um your TikTok career has been blowing up. Yeah man, it's been crazy. It's been You're you're like a TikTok star. <laughs> I guess so. Right, right? I guess you can say that, man, in a way. Uh yeah, bro, it's been it's been crazy. Um How did that even happen? Yeah, so the way it started was it started during like most beautiful things did it started during the lockdown time. Yeah. <laughs> Much like your podcast. But yeah. I so I yeah, I was quarantined it's funny I when I first came to Sri Lanka uh yeah. I was quarantined for I was actually quarantined for 50 days. So I came and because I came no from way. America, yeah. 50 like 50 Five zero, yeah. So because I came from the states uh, in the beginning of March, they flagged yeah. that because they were trying to stop the spread. So they flagged that, yeah. And uh, they put me on a quarantine. It was only supposed to be fourteen days, but for whatever reason, it just kept going. They didn't release me, and it went for fifty days. Um, so. that was my beginning of my year in Sri Lanka was like that was mm. was uh in this little house and uh did they give you any so sense cool, of reasoning though, as to why you were quarantined for 50 days or it was just because they were waiting when they said what they were waiting on a a release from the PHI and they said there was oh, so okay. much there's so many cases and all this stuff that they weren't able to give it to me uh i eventually had to get I got the the US embassy involved and then they released me. Uh so I had to reach out to the embassy and say, "Hey guys, help me. <laughs> I'm just a poor young <laughs> poor young young strapping American boy trying to make his way." Yeah. And so they they It's like a terminal like situation, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like terminal, yeah. Um <laughs> but it, honestly, but in that time, so much creativity yeah. was coming out. I felt like I felt like even though my my body was in prison my mind was not and my heart was not and yeah. I was able to just really 
create a lot of stuff. It's actually quite cool, man. This is all kind of a long answer to the TikTok thing, but I've never really shared in a podcast form. So I think I can like share a little more details about how crazy it is. Um, if you don't yeah, mind. Uh, yeah, go ahead. But, but I came uh, to Sri Lanka, I got quarantined. I got quarantined in a very specific place. Uh, it's at this old, is this old house of this uh, Sri Lankan guy. Uh, actually, I don't think he was Sri Lankan. I think it's somebody who came to Sri Lanka, and he okay. used to live in he used to live in the same house that I was quarantined in for uh, back in okay. the like forties. Uh, okay. And this guy was was actually uh, a, a songwriter. Uh, this guy who used to live there. And during the quarantine times, I decided to uh, write, not write, but do a cover of the hymn for Sri Lanka, which is like this old yeah. kind of. Uh, you know, song written for Sri Lanka about having peace within Sri Lanka and all this stuff. So I decided I would do a cover of that old song from the forties. I released it. Uh, it actually ended up on national news. They, they played it, um, which is super cool. Uh, yeah, but then I found amazing. out, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. But then I, I found out that the guy who used to live in the house was the guy who actually wrote the music for that song. And so the connection to that, isn't that insane? Yeah. The house that I got that quarantined in. That's crazy. The odds that's of that. Crazy. I didn't plan yeah. that. I didn't know that that guy wrote the hymn yeah. until like the day before I released the song. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah. the guy, the guy, that's the song you're singing. The guy who wrote the music for that used to live in my house. I was like, what yeah. the heck? Um, Things that, that like, don't happen out of the blue, right? Exactly. It can't be a coincidence. It can't be a coincidence. Right. Exactly, Zishan. It's like stuff that, like that. That's like, wow, that just felt divine. It just felt like so timed. Uh, no coincidence, yeah. you know? Um, but it was from there that things really started opening up even more. And, uh, yeah. but it was funny because I was doing stuff like that, you know, like hymns and kind of serious heartfelt songs. And then a, a friend yeah. came to me, a friend came to me and said like, you're way too serious. You're like, you take yourself way too seriously. <laughs> And like, why don't you make some funny videos? And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do that. And, and yeah. honestly, funny video, that's more me. I think I, I put on a front for people to make me look like a mature, serious dude. But on my yeah. insides, I'm just a goober ready to have fun, you know? Um, yeah. So I started making these funny videos. And it, it, the first TikTok I did was uh, my fiance. Uh, who's, I'm, I'm actually at her place right now, my fiance. Uh, named Manisha. Yeah. Uh, while we were still dating, uh, I I just when we were doing like FaceTimes and stuff while we were locked down. Yeah. So from my quarantine place to her lockdown place, uh, we we're FaceTiming. Yeah. I just was paying attention to the way that she would talk to people and the way she would act, and you know, the way she would call yeah. for her mom when she would run out of tea or something, she or water. She'd be like, yeah. she'd be like, Amma, Amma. Like this funny noise that sounded like uh, her mom just walked by right when I said that. Uh, this, this funny noises that sounded like a bird or something. And I was like, man, this is so funny. And so yeah. I made this video about like Sri Lankans be like. And so I was just acting yeah. out all these like, uh, yeah, acting out like all these different Sri Lankan scenarios that I'd seen just as a foreigner coming, just things that stood out to me. And that video just went yeah. went crazy. Everyone was watching it, sharing it. Uh, and that was the beginning of TikTok career for me. I did that and had a couple videos that went over a hundred thousand views and now a couple that are like half a million views. And so it just started growing. 
Uh, and so I just kept at it. And it's been cool, man. It's been a blast doing the TikTok stuff. Like it's one of my favorite things to do because it allows me to be myself. And just the idea of just bringing somebody just a little snippet of joy in the middle of the day. I just love that. Yeah. I love getting feedback yeah. from people who are like, man, I was having such a bad day. And then I watched you TikTok. You know, I just love that. Yeah. That, that to me is so encouraging. Yeah. So yeah, man, kind of a long answer to the, to the question. Congratulations but. on that, dude. Like, um, even man. I've been thinking about getting into TikTok for quite some time, but then, um, it's, it's, it's tough. I, I guess it's tough, um, to test the waters. And then once you're in, you're in. So yeah. what would you like to tell the audience, like the, the listeners, like uh, tips on how, how they, what they should try on TikTok and what works, what doesn't. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I think. So for me, it was a learning curve as well. Cause I didn't know. Yeah. Um, when I went into it, I didn't know exactly I didn't know the vibe of TikTok. You know, there's a vibe for t- Instagram, certain content works, Facebook, certain content works, TikTok, it's all different. YouTube, certain. Each one, there's a, there's a specific kind of vibe that works best. On TikTok, yeah, definitely. if you're wanting to really push it with TikTok, I'll say very practically. I'll start practical, then I'll say maybe the more of the uh, emotional standpoint. But the practical standpoint yeah. is just quick, witty, uh not a lot of quiet space just get to the point hit the punchline as quick as you can um that's what i've seen work best and that's what I, the videos i'm watching of people who are doing really really well on tiktok it's just practically just making it quick and just getting your joke across you know quick um yeah. <clears throat> but on the emotional side of it i'd say it's really just about bring what you find funny and you'll find that there's there's a pocket of people who find that just as funny as you do. And yeah. I think what people, what people sometimes mistakenly do is they'll just run into it and they're trying to win the whole world. Man, I'm going to become world famous right now and make this awesome video. Die. And they're making stuff that's not even relevant to them. And so it's not yeah, really like, because yeah. it's not really striking in chord with them. It doesn't, it doesn't register with the audience. So for yeah. me, I'm like, I just started making TikToks according to my context, according to my life. Like I'm living in Colombo. I'm dating a Sri Lankan girl. This is how she talks to her mom. I'll make a funny video about that. So just look at your context. Look at like what, what's happening in your day to day. And I've seen people do that. Like, um, I mean, like you see different characters in Sri Lanka are doing that really well. Like this local Suda guy, Raphael, he's a good friend of mine. The way he's doing it, it's just like his context. He's literally, he's a local Suda. He's been living here since he was like 13 or something. So it's just this white yeah. dude who's been living in Sri Lanka. And so he makes stuff based off of that. And then you have different people in their own context, like, yeah, like, like Amanda, if you know Amanda, this model dude, Um, I've been able to chat with him a little bit and he's in his own context. He's a model. So he's making videos according to that and he's winning that audience. Yeah. And so you just, you just find your context, you find your demographic and you, you cater to them. And I think it's a big thing in growing is to interact. Uh, I know that's something I made a mistake of doing. After a while, as yeah. I got to this place where you, you kind of get maybe maybe a little bit of ego comes in, like, yeah, I'm doing well. I don't really need to. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it. But reality is you need to always be yeah. talking to the people who are following you. You need to always be interacting with them because they're the reason you're doing well uh, because they're watching yeah. your content and sharing it. So, yeah, I would say, like, practically, just a, a bite size of what I just said, you know, practically short, sweet, to the point, emotionally, 
bring out your own context who you are and then yeah. um yeah 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 i think yeah be yourself and put it out and 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 interact that's what they're saying interact with your people yeah. a lot um, make make so every that was something viewer interesting special. right yeah something interesting that i uh, that i noticed um uh, from what you for what you explained about tiktok is that um from from the formula that you 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 um that you perceive so i guess the most uh, authentic version of yourself is the one that's going to make it on tiktok yeah very much right as opposed to instagram right because instagram is basically built on uh yeah. the opposite of authenticity <laughs> right yeah yeah true true so yeah. that's so that's that's very interesting yeah it's true so like with tiktok I, what i love that tiktok's doing is it's making you get some videos of some dude in a jungle in india doing a backflip yeah. that's getting like yeah. hundreds of thousands of views and it's on a shaky camera <laughs> yeah. and yeah. you're just finding like man these people are just doing what they do with like the best they got and they're doing well yeah that's what i love yeah. about tiktok it's, it really is authentic it's like shaky cameras you know there's water on the screen it's blurry it looks like it was done last second it looks like they didn't plan to do yeah. it that's like the kind yeah. of stuff that's doing well on tiktok it's like i'm just being myself and it's true with instagram yeah. you have to cater the audience differently you have to make it a little more well packaged more refined higher quality the perfect filter yeah. a good caption yeah. like that and in facebook it's a whole another level too yeah yeah that that's that's complete i don't even i don't even to be honest i don't even use facebook anymore uh i mean yeah, life's completely yeah. moved to instagram right uh but yeah which is which is ironic um instagram was created with the whole concept of instantly sharing instantly yeah. gramming these uh images but it has turned to a whole uh new true. paradigm That's where everything point. has to be meticulously yeah. curated right yeah um, true. and a, Bro, and a player true. like and tiktok just, that too yeah, yeah. Yeah, same thing. I, I, I could be posting like five posts a day, but then I'm not. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally, so. totally. Yeah, for for me, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I think for people who are wanting to do the same or wanting to be like content creators, yeah, it's definitely about finding your catering to your audience. Not, but not at the cost yeah. of like losing yourself. You can't stop being. You have to always be you on every platform, but sometimes you have to package it differently. uh depending on yeah. on what it you know uh, there's no point yeah there's no point reposting the same thing everywhere else because there's different audiences everywhere else right yeah 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 exactly so i can find if i repost a tiktok video that did really well on tiktok and yeah. i post it on instagram sometimes there's a new near as well and vice versa if i post an instagram video on tiktok it won't do it's it's funny like you just you start to learn the what works you start to learn the recipe you start to yeah. like oh, okay this yeah. is going to do well on tiktok because it's in your yeah. face it's ridiculous it's just authentic it's like blah, you know this thing uh yeah. on instagram okay this is a nice refined it's like an advertisement the nice that'll do well that's another thing yeah. advertising on tiktok's pretty hard from what i've experienced because people aren't looking mm-hmm. to be on tiktok they're just looking to swipe you know swipe, yeah, yeah 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 on instagram you, you can get away with a little bit more like advertising and stuff like that so you i've know? been seeing lately i've been seeing a lot of cookery stuff right you've been cooking on tiktok oh yeah 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 dude too yeah i've done like uh i posted like uh this what was it a peanut butter and jelly a grilled peanut butter and jelly yeah. that i've done a while back in the show <laughs> uh with ice cream in it and that was amazing yeah so, i love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches i miss them 
Um, and then uh, my niece's mom was cooking uh, some uh, chicken curry the other day. I was yeah. like, man, I'm just going to make one of these videos. I was like, why not? I'm just going to try it. Because, you know, you see yeah. you know, people doing different things. And I'm like, man, I've never done it. I'm not going to limit myself and say I can't make a cooking video. So I'm just going to do it. And I just For sure. Yeah. Put it together. What's and- the worst that could happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Why not? I mean, it only took the amount of time it took to make the, the dinner or the lunch. So I just spent that time just yeah. filming each piece as it was happening. Um, I didn't understand everything that she was actually putting in. So on the video itself, it's like some stuff, <laughs> some other stuff, some black stuff, some of this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even that did well. So that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm loving I'm loving the uh, Sri Lankan cooking though. Just so... So let's take you five, six years behind, right? Yeah. You're traveling back in time, right? Sure. Who were you? I mean, did you, when, when did you really move to Sri Lanka? How did that move happen? Because I, I remember yeah. um, when we last met, we had a real little conversation on what you were doing before, before you moved to Sri Lanka and um, yeah. all that. So, so yeah, what, no. who were you five years ago? Yeah, good question, man. Who I, it's like this, it feels like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, but it's like who I was five years ago, I th- it's like I was the same person, but who I am now is that person without a shell on, is what it feels like. It feels like five years ago, I was the same person on the inside, but now he's coming out on the outside. That's what it seems like, because I look back yeah. at myself five years ago and it's like, these funny thoughts, these fun videos, these songs, the joyfulness, the quirkiness, it was all in me, but I was really afraid to let it out. I I didn't know, I didn't have an outlet. I didn't know how to, I was exactly, I was like too serious, that whole thing. I was too serious on myself and I was taking life too seriously. Um, I mean, but if you had seen me five years ago, you would, you would never think that I would be some TikTok dude. Like you would not, I tell you but like if you saw me, if I, you'd be like, oh, this is just some average white dude. <laughs> some normal white <laughs> dude chilling. Um, not that it's bad to be an average white dude. But yeah, man, I was, I, was, I was working with a nonprofit organization. I was working at a bakery. I was making yeah. sandwiches every day. Uh, yeah, and that was my life. It was pretty simple. I mean, uh, I was enjoying what I was doing. And I came to Sri Lanka for the first time with the, with that organization, the nonprofit organization, I came to Sri Lanka in 2015. Yeah. That yeah. was five, five years ago. I came for the first time and yeah, I loved it. Nice. I was like, man, that was, that was something... pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, pretty accurate, man. You're on it. I came and I was like, I was like, man, well, there's something about this place. I really like it. And yeah. I went home and I started, it was pretty cool, man. I just started having dreams about it. Like at night, I'll fall asleep. I, just, I literally dream about really? Sri Lanka. Yeah, I dreamed that I was there. I was like, man, there's something for me in Sri Lanka. And this is a crazy story. I haven't told very many people I've talked to uh, for interviews. Yeah, stuff this, it's a podcast cool... exclusive at this point. Yeah, podcast, exactly. But there's this cool moment <laughs> while I was like, you know, considering coming to uh, Sri Lanka where I was heading home. Uh, I, I was going from Texas to California. And okay. I... I arrived in California and I needed to take a train to the city that I was staying in, which is like a, a four hour drive or something. And so I was at the train station and my phone died and I needed to get a phone charger. And so I, there's this random lady at the 
phone station and I went to her and uh, or at the, at the train station, I went to her and I said, hey, can I borrow your phone charger? She said, yeah, let me use it, all that. And she was asking me questions about like, what do you want to do in life? You know, you know, just that wise old woman asking me these questions. Yeah. Like, you know, actually, I want to I want to go to Sri Lanka. So I told her, I, like, I want to go to Sri Lanka. I'm, I'm planning to go to Sri Lanka. There's something about going to Sri Lanka. Um, and this happened, I think this event happened maybe three years ago, two or three years ago. Okay. Yeah, three years ago. And, and she looked at me, she's like, huh, I wonder why someone would go all the way to Sri Lanka. She's like, maybe you're going just for one person. And then she's like, are you married? I'm like, no. She's like, hmm. Yeah, maybe you're going for just one person, and which is it's an interesting experience because you know obviously now looking back, yeah. you know that I'm about to get married to this uh, Sri Lankan girl. Um, yeah, and so it almost felt like that was like awesome. There's all these divine moments that happen all along the way where it's just like, man, this feels so yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like I'm in a movie, and I'm like this this interesting character, yeah. you know, I'm going through yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, there's so many things that came together in order to navigate. The biggest thing initially for me was the finances to move here and come here and be in Sri Lanka. Um, but once I got yeah. that all together, and that even that was a crazy story. My goodness, it was like, man, the money coming. It's one of those moments where you like, like the, uh, one of the things, there's no coincidence where it was a situation where uh, so my grandpa had passed away. And through that, I met, I met somebody, uh, a close family member that I'd never met before. Uh, yeah. I just heard, I just heard about them. And so they, I went with them to the funeral and they were asking me again, what do you want to do in your life? What do you want to, and I said, Sri Lanka again. I was like, I want to go to Sri Lanka. There's something about going to Sri Lanka. And it's your calling. Yeah, exactly. It feels like, like a calling. Yeah. And this person out of nowhere, they're like, okay, I'll give you all the money you need to go. I'll give you all the cash you need to go to Sri Lanka. And at the time it was, okay. man, over, I mean, I don't know what it is in rupees, but 12, like over $12,000 US dollars. Like, okay. here's what yeah. you need to go. Um, and maybe you can, maybe you can bleep, bleep out the, the number that I stood there just so people aren't like, oh my gosh, it was this amount of money. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah dude so it's crazy but everything came together almost miraculously in order for me to come because it really did feel like a calling and since coming here yeah seeing the results of being here i'm like man i feel like i was made to be here and sometimes i wonder it's like man why wasn't i just born here uh but yeah man. yeah that's that's to answer your question to who i was five years ago is yeah a totally different person but since being here i've really come alive man i've really opened up into what i'm supposed to do and um i'm enjoying it I'm, and i'm meeting incredible people the whole time like people like yourself and um it's been awesome seeing seeing the heart of people in sri lanka i think it's easy you know when you grow up in a place like america you yeah. you you get have a pretty there's kind of like a not this isn't for everybody. I know for myself, there's a bit of a pride that rises up of like, yeah, I'm an America's first world country. Boom. What do people in the, you know, what do people in like little islands know? You know, what, what are they? But then you come in, you're like, man, they know way more than we do. They have seen a lot more. They've experienced like some raw life. Um, and talking to people in Sri Lanka is so crazy because most of the people like our age, they like grew up through civil war. 
And I'm like, I don't know what that's like being an American. I have no idea what that's like. We have stories about it from our grandparents, but to meet people like that and just to see the strength that is in Sri Lanka, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I've been on a little bit of a... a uh, that's amazing, that. man. I'm, I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy that you found, <clears> um, uh, how do I say, found yourself in Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah. I guess we share uh, share a lot of views with... Um, I mean, I, I completely believe that nothing is a coincidence and it yeah. can't be. It, it literally can't totally. be, man. Totally. So uh, how, does, how does that really play a part in like the larger picture? I mean, uh, spiritually. Yeah. Yeah, man, for, for me, that, that is the thing, especially when I first came, because all the crazy, you know, coincidences happened for me to get to Sri Lanka. And so I remember almost every night, man, the place that I, when I first came to Sri Lanka, I was staying, I had like a nice rooftop. And so I'd go up on the rooftop and I would just, I would just pace and walk back and forth. And I would just, I would just think deeply think of like, why am I here? Like, what is my purpose? You know, what is, yeah. what is, and for me, it was God. I was like, what does God have in store for me? Like, what, what, what is, what is, what is my life going to be? And I would, uh, like, honestly, every day I would think that. I would just, it was the yeah. biggest question on my mind. I was just like, why am I alive? Why am I in this country? Of all the places I could be, why am I here? And that, that, I still ask myself that question, but that I think has molded something in me so strong to just, I truly, I think when you can live with the conviction of knowing that, your life has meaning and your life has purpose, man, every 100%. day. Yeah. Every day becomes you're literally living. If, if you don't have purpose and you don't have a deep understanding, like, man, there's somebody bigger, there's somebody or something, whatever you want to call it, even if it's just the force of love, you know, there's something bigger yeah. than me. There's a bigger agenda than just me. When you realize that there's like, all of a sudden you realize you're part of such a great, huge plan and that every word yeah. you speak has value. Every interaction you have with a person can be a, a, a game changer for that person. Realize that there's no step that you take that's worthless. There's no breath that you take that's meaningless. Everything has value. And with that kind of perception, it's like, man, you can just get high on life. You can literally just live in this whole other realm. And I think that's where so much creativity yeah. for me comes from is I, I, I just like think to myself, you know, like, oh man, this one video I'm going to make, it's not just another video. Like this video could be the answer to somebody's suicidal problem. This video could be the answers to someone's depression. This video could be the change in somebody's day. We have that kind of overarching perception, this big, yeah. huge grand perception packaged into a little little video that seems like oh it's just a cute little video but when you have so much behind it that's when it can really yeah. hit people that's when it can really go viral because there's so you know people see 12 seconds but they don't see years and years and years of meditating on why i'm alive um yeah yeah so that's amazing man that's that's uh that's the best answer i could expect really <laughs> thanks man yeah no, but yeah, it plays a huge role, bro. I think, I think everybody's different, obviously, and, and their perceptions. I think that's something I've, since coming to Sri Lanka, and that's something I've, I've yeah. learned to be so sensitive to because Sri Lanka is so diverse. Yeah. You have yeah. Hindus, Muslims, Christians, Buddhists. You have just a, a hodgepodge of just 
different beliefs. You have new agers, you have yogi, you have all these different kind of people. And you realize, yeah. Yeah. you realize that you can't make two, you realize you can't make such a hard distinction between who's right and who's wrong. I've realized that, man. Yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah. even five years ago, I would be somebody be like, nope, I don't believe what you believe. I don't like that. Nope, can't talk to you. I was kind of that kind of like, you know, but now I'm realizing, like, man, I feel like we're all talking about the same thing. You start realizing yeah. when you're around people, like I've been meeting with this, uh, with this Buddhist priest this, and I don't come from a Buddhist background, but I've been meeting with this Buddhist priest, uh, teaching him English. And it's so funny because I'm teaching him English and he's teaching me Buddhism. And so I sit with him and I'm like, man, this guy's language, like the stuff he says that he's expressing in English. I'm like, I believe this. I believe what he's saying. And you realize that when you take off the hard parameters around what's right, what's yeah, wrong, yeah. you can receive yeah. so much from people. There's so much to receive yeah. from, even if somebody's different from you, completely different. I genuinely believe you can receive something from any person you talk to. And yeah. I think it is sometimes it takes time to really, you know, look and you got to be patient just to extract that. But I think if you're patient yeah. enough, you'll find that somebody care, everybody carries something for you. Um, yeah. That's just a random thought, I guess, but yeah. No, I, I completely believe in that. I, I believe that there's, there's something, uh, there's, there's a nugget of, uh, love and information, uh, yeah. that you can attain from anyone and um and uh yeah that's that's just an amazing thought um and i really wanted this podcast to be a platform where people could share their own perspectives and connect with people uh, connect with the other people um who share those perspectives or who want to open up to new uh perspectives right right uh Beautiful. so so that's 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 amazing man that congratulations on getting engaged thanks firstly thanks. um yeah. how, how how has that really changed uh the whole paradigm of uh everything how, yeah. how has being engaged changed everything as a man yeah, as uh, you know it's changed everything yeah. for sure man it's changed everything my goodness first off like my fiance is amazing the sweetest creature on the face of the earth she's so <laughs> kind so so loving beautiful um, but it's, it's been such a while, right? Cause for one, I mean, just getting engaged for one is like, that's a big, big step. You're committing to being married to somebody. You're, you're saying you're going to, you know, love that person forever. You're choosing that person. I choose you forever. You know, it's more than an emotion. So there's obviously that. And so that's the big thing. But what adds to it for me is like, this girl has a completely different culture, different background. She, she grew up on different principles than I did, watching different shows than I yeah. did, eating different snacks than I did, watching different shows than I did. So it's like this learning, <laughs> learning to like, to, to collaborate in life and to synchronize. Find middle life. ground. Find middle ground. Exactly. It's a, it can be a challenge. Absolutely. But it's like, I find it's definitely always worth it. And I find it's like, man, the amount of life that can come from when both of our ideas mesh, it's so cool to think about the kind of things that can come out of that. Cause it's like, Oh, it's not just this American idea. And it's not just this Sri Lankan idea. Now it's this unique, uh, you know, Sri, Sri American idea that just gets to come out. And 
So yeah. it's, it's been amazing, man. It's it's definitely been life changing, and it has changed my perspective a lot. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I think it can be easy to for for myself. It can be easy to think like, oh, I'm just gonna do everything. I, I can be kind of a, a a lone wolf. It's like, man, I'm gonna handle this. I can do it myself. You get kind of independent. Yeah. But then when you when you get engaged to someone, you really realize like you realize one like how special somebody can be in your life, but you also realize like uh, how much you've always needed somebody without maybe realizing it. You realize like, man, yeah. this I had a hole here my whole life, and this person's finally filling it. Um, yeah, man. It's been oh, that's really sweet, man. Really yeah, yeah. It's been uh, yeah, it's been really interesting. So how was how was all the how was the transition though? Like uh, how did uh, if if you don't mind me asking, how did yeah. um, like her family and uh, how did that process work? Were they open to? Um, yeah, no good question. Thing? Yeah, so it, it was. I think for on both sides, there was an interesting moment for for me for on my side. My family's like, oh, does that mean you're not coming back? <laughs> I mean, you're not coming back to America. So they're kind of like on that side. And then over here, it was kind of like, uh, I think at first, um, and this isn't to you know put any sort of judgment or anything like that, but I think at first for her side of the family, it was like, they were looking at me like, what's really his intention? You know, this random American dude shows up and he's dating my yeah. daughter. What's his, what's this dude's actually, what's he trying to do? You know? Because what's it's his, not the other way around, right? It's not, it's not a Sri Lankan girl in America. Yeah. Then you could say, oh, there's the green card situation, but uh, that's yeah. not the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where, yeah. exactly. They're, they're like, what is he, why does he, why? There's those questions. And I think at first they found it kind of hard to trust me. They're kind of like, what is he, does he really love her? That, those kind of questions. Which I think is justifiable because yeah. I'm this dude who just shows up and, you know, <laughs> starts dating, dating, you know, this girl. And I can, I can see how from the family's perspective, they're like, well, we didn't expect that. You know, that was random. Um, <laughs> but now it's so good. At first there was that kind of like, but to me, I just, you know, I was just genuine and I, I earned trust, I think. I mean, for one, I, I, you know, I did my best to try because her, her, her mom speaks just, she speaks now better English than she ever could before. But when I first met her, it was just, mo- just Singla mostly. And so I, I really tried my best to interact in Singla, to talk in Singla, to, you know, show that I was really committed yeah. to getting to know her and getting to know the family and things like yeah. that. Um, yeah. But now, yeah, it's, it's really good now. I feel like there's uh, excitement. When at first there was maybe a bit of hesitation. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm I'm planning for my whole family to actually come to uh, Sri Lanka for our wedding. So I'm really excited for that. Excited for all these. Which is next year, right? Yeah, next coming, year. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully March, if yeah, the pandemic hope, doesn't. Exactly, yeah. exactly. If everything pans out well, then they'll all, they'll all come. And uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun for them to experience what I've experienced. And just kind of see the world I'm, I'm living in you know yeah. yeah that'd be great that'd be great i'm really happy for you yeah. man thanks bro. um yeah, they know. i really wanted to ask you about your music career but um 
like how how did you get into music like where did that start yeah that started... because that was your opening right like your outlet yeah. your initial outlet if i'm not mistaken yeah true that was the initial outlet. yeah in sri lanka was the initial outlet uh during during uh the easter attack when that happened yeah i wrote a song about everybody in sri lanka being one and that song did well to that song ended up on a radio station and i got to sing it on high tv and different things yeah. like that um and yeah that that one clear that was that was cool um but how it all started musically for me so yeah i would say that it was the opening of the outlet for the beginning and mafa tava on came out to that um but it all started back when i was a teenager my sister my older sister played guitar and i loved he listening to her play guitar she was amazing she still is like an incredible singer yeah. songwriter and i was inspired by her and so i started playing guitar because she i when i would hear her sing i was like oh my gosh she's creating these awesome songs i want to do the same and so i picked up yeah. a guitar when i was like 15 i learned from youtube i watched youtube videos and learned how to play and and it it so it's fun it's funny it's, i guess another deep kind of thing but when i was 15 I uh I started having like all these uh, nightmares all the time. And so I ha- I found it yeah. really hard to fall asleep at night. And so I decided uh, to to just grab my guitar and when I'd wake up I'd just grab my guitar and I'd sing and I found that that was the one thing that could give me peace. Uh was playing my guitar and singing. And so it really became more than just a a hobby, it became like a necessity. became like man I need this I need to be able to sing I need to be able to play or else I can't fall back asleep and so I literally just grab yeah. my guitar when I wake up from a nightmare and I just sing I just sing until I just almost would just fall asleep um yeah so that's really where it began and that's where all the songs you know started coming up and uh yeah and so you know even for during the Easter attacks that's how that song came up uh, the one it sound called as one and i just locked yeah. myself in my room and i was like i need to sing about this i need to sing about what's happening cuz you just feel the fear in the air there's just like this man are we going to is there going to be another war is what's going to happen there's just this tight tension and i'm there's just a burning in my heart like man i got to sing something and so i put the song together in my room and just it all came literally in like 2 hours or something it just kind of just, and it was done I was like man i'm going to make a video and just put this out and uh, so we did and then it yeah it did well uh, yeah yeah and then you know for music now it's like uh, it hasn't really been my focus lately um because most of the, most of the those funny videos have been kind of taking over but you know I, hopefully in the future you know it'll open up uh the thing i'm yeah. really looking for is just like some solid producers to work with and stuff like that but it hasn't been too big of a priority for me Uh, although I love it music is like one of my passions absolutely just like the feeling of writing a song man it feels yeah. like you're it feels like you're digging on gold that's that's what I love about really? writing songs yeah because it's that's, like that's an amazing feeling yeah exactly it's like when you write a song for the song it's like for me it doesn't feel like I'm creating something it feels like I'm finding something that's what it feels like when I write a song it's like whoa what was this that I just you know a melody comes out and you're like where did that come from and I, like for all my music i don't feel like i can even take credit for it because it just feels like it was so like yeah. a discovery so it's like i was digging digging yeah. digging and all of a sudden i found this song and i was like oh, well i'm going to use it 
And yeah, it's kind of been my, my musical journey uh, with songwriting. Yeah. Because I remember like early last year, um, uh, I was working, I was working at this company and then, um, uh, this this one day I, I I found your video on YouTube I think Mata Thaba One yeah 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 and then I was, I was listening to this okay I was like okay this is cool let me just listen to this and then I I caught myself humming it like for the next two weeks <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah so so you just catch yourself you know singing it like um, so I was like that's that's really creative um, you know that was some amazing work. Right. Thanks, yeah. On on that note, on that note, how did um, music help you pave your way into like the creative industry in Sri Lanka? Yeah, I think I would say. Um, so when I put out Masatawa Oni specifically, I just think it was yeah. just it was just something new. Nobody had seen something like that. At least from all all my Sri Lankan friends, they're like, man, nobody nobody's tried to mesh you know, single in English like that in yeah. a song before. Yeah. And so I yeah. think because it was something so different, it really opened yeah. up a lot of traction. It really opened up a lot of doors and momentum for me because it was like, for people where they're like, what the heck is that? Like, because people would hear, would listen and they would hear singular coming out of my mouth and it was so shocking. Like, yeah. <laughs> did, he just, did he just say Amokakata? <laughs> it's like, what was that? And so they're immediately just like, it, it almost felt like a phenomenon, you know, it's like, what is this supernatural yeah. phenomenon? This is a random dude just singing and singing. And so I think that's why I don't know Doris, uh, it was just like, it was so abstract to people. They're like, what the heck is happening? Um, yeah. And I, so I think that was an awesome way to just kind of get me into the creative industry with, with that song. Uh, yeah. That opened up a, a lot of doors. There's a lot of people who in that time are reaching out for, uh, interviews and uh, radio shows and high TV itself and things like that. So it's cool, man. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, even even recently, you know, I just did a, this, this show last night as well, uh, seeing it like a little concert kind of thing. And so it's cool to see like there's, uh, there's, there's interest for that abstract. There's interest for that like, man, because too, it's just me being myself. It's like, man, because I genuinely love to like learn people's language. I genuinely love to learn how to talk. Uh, like anytime I've traveled anywhere, when I've gone to China, when I've gone to Germany, I want to know just at least one phrase just to like, because yeah. what it does to somebody when you as a, as a foreigner from another country come to somebody's country and start speaking their language, they're like, what? Like I remember when I first got, got to Sri Lanka, I'd get in a tube and I just be like, like I like Ahumada. and just that they're just like, like you can speak like like Oyata Oyata singular katakarana you know they're just like so so surprised and just seeing like the yeah. value that that can bring because it, it it communicates love it communicates like hey I'm actually interested in communicating to you I'm not just some dude here just minding my own business I actually care about you. So I think that's what the songs have done themselves on a big scale. It's just going like, hey, I care, you know, about the way you guys speak. And I think it's beautiful. Um, yeah, I think it's opened up some, some cool doors. Yeah. What? So speaking about love, right? Uh, tell me a little about your um, charity project. Yeah, yeah, man. So 
that started with a funny video uh, called uh, it's like another funny video I mean it's because I'm coming to uh, Manisha's place her mom would always ask oh a cabinet that was always the question you know like cabinet did you eat did you eat and uh, at first I thought it was just funny and so I made a funny video kind of making fun of it I was like aunties be like oh your cabinet like asking all the time um, but <laughs> yeah. then I was talking to I was talking to Manisha about it and she was like you know when I ask somebody or a cabinet it's because I really care about them because I really want to know. I'm genuinely interested. Like, did they get a meal today? Have they been fed? Do they feel, are they comfortable? And so realizing, man, like that's in Sri Lanka, that's really a way of saying, I love you. Uh, it's a really, it's a, it's a heartfelt phrase. And so that kind of sprung board us into this idea of, you know, like what if we made t-shirts that said Oya Cavada on it. And then we did this deal where every time you buy a shirt, we'll feed somebody. So we'll literally go to people and say, oh, cabinet? No, okay, here's food. You know, that's the, that's the concept. Beautiful, um, man. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we, we did our first project in September, I think. We fed, like, 60 kids. It was awesome. We, like, came in. We sang Byla songs. Uh, there's a, this official that came and talked about safety and all this stuff. And it was an awesome event. It was super cool. Like, man, we sang some, we sang an Umaria song to those kids, and they just freaked mm-hmm. out. It was so cool to see. <laughs> the that what is that mand what's it called mandapan man I say mandapan and they just freaked out it was hilarious but yeah now we're still doing that but you know we also just released another shirt the Apilankave shirt um, and now for that one we're looking to get school supplies for the same kids actually so now if you buy oh, a cavity t-shirt it'll give them a meal if you buy it'll give them school supplies that should last them for a whole year um, so it's a cool yeah it's a cool deal um, yeah, man. that's amazing man so where do you where do you really see uh, like, what do you have in store for 2021 what do you where do you project yeah. yourself to be with everything like in general yeah totally um it's yeah for 2021 there's so much, man. I feel like I'm doing so many things that it's like, I'm really excited for 2021. I feel like it's, I feel like, yeah, it's going to be year of entertainment and things like that, that I've been doing. But I feel like more for me, it's going to be your business. It's going to be your really um, establishing different uh, businesses that I've been working towards. Um, yeah. And I don't share too much about the things in my Instagram because it's like, yeah. I'm keeping that as, you know, that's my personality. And then I have my business well. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think what everybody, of words, right? yeah. yeah, exactly. So what everybody sees is like, yeah. they probably think like, what does that do? Just chill at home and make TikToks all day? Uh, and in reality, <laughs> I'm like trying to build, like I'm working with maybe like three businesses trying to build and start. Uh, and so I think this next year will really be a year of businesses. And I'm really excited. Me and my fiance are planning to launch a new business um, uh, in 2021 that I do believe is, I'm really excited about it. And I'll just say, like, honestly, it's going to be something that Sri Lanka hasn't seen before. And so we're really, really excited. So I can't, like, release too many of the exact details of what it's yeah, going to that, be. Yeah, that's completely fine, yeah. But, but the people, but, are they, they're aware of that something's coming. Yeah, something's coming. And it, I'll, I'll be revealing that on my Instagram, you know, as it, as it comes up. So I'm really excited about it. It's awesome. going to be truly, truly unique for people to experience. Uh, and that's what we're looking for. It's like, man, what can we give to Sri Lankans that they 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 don't have that they would have to go abroad for how can we bring something 
right here that it's a truly unique experience and so we're excited about it it's gonna it's gonna be really cool um but yeah man hope that kind of kind of answers that that's awesome man thank you so much for uh giving me a slot right from your yeah, extremely sure. busy day right totally um, man no it was a breath of fresh air to just chat and share and talk i enjoyed it so Thanks for thanks for reaching out to me. It's Thank so, you, it's man. So cool, I really man. appreciate having you on board. Even even us meeting is you know no coincidence. It's so cool to think you know ran into you at Combo Fashion Week and then two years later we're doing a podcast. So it's, it's really neat how podcast yeah how everything intersects and weaves. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, All right, Zisha. That's amazing, I appreciate man. it, bro. Yeah. All right. Thanks Thank and you take so much, care, man. dude. Yeah. Yeah. You too, man. Keep, Have a great keep day. Keep rocking it. Yeah. Take care.